the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, where we discuss Illinois and national chicanery that we are living in. Some used to refer to it to it as a swamp. I don't like the swamp thing anymore. But before we get started, I have to say, although I am not a uh, sports guy, I'm not a fan of men in costumes chasing balls, but I was back in the 90s, 80s, 70s. You know, I used to watch football when Jack Lambert was playing football. That, to me, was a football player. But anyway, I remember when Kobe Bryant first came along, and I think it was 96, wasn't it, uh, Macbeth? Uh, it sounds right. Ninety six. He was a kid. I remember three years older than me, so yeah, it's about yeah, ninety yeah, he was straight out of high school, so yeah. I remember just, you know, being so impressed with him. He seemed like such a nice kid and what a tragedy, I think. Very young with his daughter. You were telling me there was nine there were nine people on the I, yeah, I guess there's nine people in the helicopter and at least two of them were uh, thirteen, his daughter and her friend. Just a tragedy, really. It's just a shame. And um you know, it's it's a, it's a sad thing when somebody's so young who who seems to be such a positive impact. I thought he was. I, I, you can't find anybody to say a mean thing about the kid. Maybe Shaquille O'Neal when they were playing together, but even you know now, it's just it's just a shame. He just retired. You know, God knows what he would have went on to become an ambassador for the game and for kids. It seems like he was very involved. Four little girls. It's a tragedy. It's a true tragedy. But. Um, we have to carry on, and we have to discuss our political climate, which, by the way, would be easier if that John Anthony from Black and White would stop ruining the headset. And I'll tell you it's another thing. It's not his fault. He's got a very bulbous head. I'll yeah, tell but you that's thing. the wrong big head. All right. It's the five-day-a-week. Oh, it's... All right. Proft. We all know he's got a big head. But I will say, um, I called in to Black and White yesterday. I get in the car around 2.45 in the afternoon on Saturday. I leave the cigar store, and uh, I put them on, and I, I do like them very much. I called in, and after I hung up, however... They answered the phone, and you said, Sean from Elmwood yeah, Park. <laughs> I still love that Mike Gallagher took my call. Um, but anyway, I called in, and he was talking about Illinois politics. And then when I hung up, I wish he would have done it before I called, but you know me, I'm impatient. He talked about Don Harmon. You know about this Don Harmon guy? I know who Don Harmon is. Well, so do I. And uh, he is a was a state rep. He's now the state president, state, what is it, the senator, senate president? Yes. Um, he took Cullerton 
the other scam artist, shyster's okay. position. Cullerton used to be the state senate yeah. president. They're all lawyers. Notice that? Yeah. All lawyers. And their law firms just happen to do work with the state on some level. Yeah. And, and for anybody who thinks that they have another option, um, I really enjoyed all the congratulatory tweets from uh, Republican leaders in Illinois. And, you Harvard. know, I, I, I got to get John, I got to get him on the side because he was saying, oh, I think it's a nice thing. He, he left his law firm. Well, first of all, just because you don't go in the office every day doesn't mean you don't have a financial interest in the law firm. Number one. Number two, that law firm is mentioned in the Sandoval probe and an investigation. And he was subpoenaed. Right now, I know he left and he was on Flannery today. So that's what brings me to the position today, because we're going to cover Illinois and then we're going to get on to the impeachment circus. Okay, but Flannery, I uh, watched him and, you know, I have that love hate thing with that big dummy, big meathead that he is. And I do feel that. Yes, he is a meathead. And um, he had on Don Harmon and we're all supposed to be so celebratory. We're so lucky. We've got such a guy, such an integrity filled lawyer that he left his practice to just be the Senate president of Illinois, and he's going to solve the problems. Well, guess how he's going to do it, McBeth? You're not going to believe it. I bet I will. He's going to raise taxes. Yeah, that was right. Uh huh. He's going to raise taxes, and he's going to fast-track gaming, gambling in the casinos. That's the big plan. Isn't there already gaming and gambling in the casinos? Apparently, I guess you can't, I don't know. If we, we need to break it into tiers so we can tax it separately. No, is that it's, what this is? It's the Sam Giancana economic plan for Illinois, drugs and gambling. will solve all of our answers. I thought Giancana and, was one of the guys who was anti-drug. That's why they killed him. And here's the other thing about the, the mafia. They, too, practice extortion on the workers, on the business people. They just have the courtesy to come in your place and to break a few things and threaten to beat you up. Illinois politicians, they do it with the stroke of a pen. And there's Harmon, right, in all of his glory, promising to implement if we could only fast track. And I love how they call a tax on the working man as fair. We're going we're gonna to fair tax our way into prosperity. Because God knows we can't spend it or promise it or welfare our way into prosperity. So once again, there's a promise from supposedly the new, the new integrity-filled Democrat, Harmon. Who, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know about the Olinsky communist movement, the one that was behind Barack Hussein Obama and the rest of them, that has been working in the shadows, Don Harmon is a very big piece in that puzzle. This is a hardcore socialist. A hardcore socialist. So we have on the horizon, and by the way, what, what, what frustrated me is that he's celebrated by Republicans right now. It isn't just guys who don't know about his history or understand the fact that if you are invested or a partner in a law firm, you don't have to go in the office every day to profit from the revenue to that law firm. This is a guy who's being celebrated by the so-called Illinois Republicans as a positive change. When all you did is take a younger, little more effeminate version of Cullerton and put him in the office. It's the same guy, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. That's the promise of Illinois politics. And all you have from their new ideas and their new agenda and their new people in positions is promises of more taxation, of more failure, all for the better good of society, as the Democrats keep telling us we just have to endure. And now that segues very nicely into two main things that happened this week. First and foremost, Elizabeth Warren is being exposed as the absolute fraud she is. A father who paid his daughter's college, 
finally confronted her, as those of us who who take care of our kids and our responsibility and put our kids through either private school or support them as they go to college. You and I were just talking about how uh, you just made a tuition payment. Accidentally, without a, with authorization, <laughs> a payment was made. Let's not do My daughter happens to know my password. No, no. You made a payment, yeah, sir. Uh-huh, as far as the college is concerned. But anyway, yeah. he went up to the, to the, to the um, liar, the convicted liar, on all fronts. Here's a woman that's been lying, from what we can ascertain, for 35 years. And she just got an endorsement from an Iowa newspaper because she's honest. I mean, you can't write this stuff up. You're not, you're not live there. Oh, you can't hear that? No, you're All not right. live there. Well, would you play the Elizabeth Warren clip for me? Oh, you want the Elizabeth Warren clip. Okay. Yeah. Can you stop it in there? Because It uh, stopped. Yeah. I told you it wouldn't stop. Terrible. Terrible. Yeah, it's a terrible fact. Go ahead, take it off. Yeah, it's, it's He's basically audio. saying, I did the right thing. That's what your morning show crew gets for you. I did the right thing. <laughs> I know many people, including friends, that didn't do the right thing, whose kids went and took the loans, and now you're going to wash them clear. Yeah. As me, I paid. Yeah. And where's, where's my refund? Are you going to give me a refund? And she laughed at him. And he said, well, you let." And this is the point I wanted to make, whether it's Don Harmon, whether it's Elizabeth Warren, whether it's Dick Durbin or Bernie Sanders or any of the other socialists pretending to be American politicians. They, in good, clear conscience, have no problem penalizing and making you spend your money if they can take it from you because you earn it. They're very comfortable in that, all because they have picked the virtuous in society and that is the people who support them that's not you if you don't support them in fact you're fair game now we here in illinois who don't capitulate who aren't part of the system we know this full well but the part that irritates me is this has now been exported nationwide to where national democrats are open and notorious in their contempt for the american worker now they may name themselves the worker party they may pretend to be socialists, but make no mistake about it. What they are... Our is, Socialist Workers Party. Our communists. Brother, this is the broader point. This isn't socialism where it's just so easy and everybody's going to live in harmony and utopia. This is hardcore communism. Dressed down as socialism. And to prove my point, Bernie Sanders leads in four polls. Now, this is a guy that for 50 years was a Soviet Union sympathizer in the friendliest of descriptions. He didn't just celebrate his honeymoon in the Soviet Union. He shared the ideology of the Trotskyites and the Stalinists and the Leninists. He believes deep down that it is okay to penalize some in the name of others. And this is the argument we need to win. 312-642-5600. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows you know, Macbeth, it's one thing to understand Illinois is lost. It's over with. It's been corrupted. The base now controls the, vote, the, the voting block in these main welfare neighborhoods. It's done. It's never going to be a Republican because the Republicans here are feckless at best. In on the scam, most obviously. In particular, the leadership. 
they're all in, whether it's the marijuana. Fake, 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 fake. So, okay, intellectually, I can handle it because you just prepare to move. You just prepare to pick up your pieces. It's a realization you have to deal with. It's a realization. And you just, you, you, you explain to your kids, listen, honey, I know Nana and Papa and you're my dad and you want to come back, but I'll pay for college. You just never come back to the state. That's the deal I make with my kids. Don't ever come back because you want yeah, your grandkids to have a good life. But it's for four years completely disheartening as you see the National Democrat Party devolve into an ideology that this country has sent millions of soldiers to fight and die for. And I mean, that's what we're really witnessing here. Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren share the ideology of Americans' enemies for the last 70 years. This is the true Nazism. This is the true communism. And now it has an opportunity to potentially sit in the highest office in the land. It is an insult to every American soldier's family and every true, true American out there. And it is somehow an alternative of a political party. Not only is it an alternative, it's a major threat. Now we see it in Congress. And we had some hopes that maybe every two years you could maybe win the House back, right? Could maybe change some things, even though we don't and we pretend we do. Yes, and I know it's the Republicans who passed TARP. It's the Republicans who fund Obamacare. It's the Republicans who pretend Social Security is an entitlement. I get it. But at least there's an argument to be had. Do you understand I have that argument with the Keynesian Republicans like Trump and that administration, that's the argument I have. That's the one that gets the people mad. When you point out the fact that the Republican fight is often very similar, if not the same as the socialists. And the reason that's even more insulting is because they promise something else. Right. They're, they're saying, no, we're going to repeal Obamacare. And then they go and they go, well, we're going to change this, change that, make sure our friends get this. And then and they make fun of us and they cash in on the lobbyists. I get it. Yeah. But this is these are two candidates. These particular candidates are two candidates who have the audacity to tell you full out whether it's in the schemes of their policies, like Elizabeth Warren, or whether it's in the bald face socialism of this old codger. Who's bald face? Bald face. Bald face. No, it's bald. Don't question me. Google me. Bald-faced <laughs> audacity of this Soviet sympathizing fraud, Bernie Sanders. And it's too much for me to take because I've been the guy in the trenches fighting our own scumbags, our own scumbags, Keynesian Republicans who are cashing in and making fun of us like the Illinois Republicans, Durkin and Brady, like those two morons. Whether they own the, the gaming rooms or the marijuana dispensaries or the families are lobbyists, that's bad enough. But now we stand at the precipice of there could actually be an out-of-the-closet socialist in the office. And here we are in this camp again where we have to pick the slower way to bleed out. And if you think I'm wrong about the bleeding out, earlier in the week, and this is the part where the people get mad, right? Rather than think about what I'm actually saying, they're going to get mad. I think, by the way, for all of you people who are like my wife, I got a big argument with my wife this morning, right? Because of the love part this thing. My point is we deserve better as Americans than this ridiculous, constant debt to tax system we have. You do realize that's what's going on. Whether you're watching an Illinois Republican 
who tells you how virtuous it is to restrain, tax, and penalize your neighbors and your fellow citizens who are good at, better, better at making money than you are. And somehow we all seem to nod our heads. That is being exported nationwide now, where we have no problem watching Republicans preach that. As earlier in the week, Donald Trump says, don't you worry about the spending and debt. I'm in charge. So the reality is the people who are like me have a very, very small window. However, we have to stay positive on Trump. That's not something you hear me say. Because he must win in order to defeat the promise of servitude that a Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren are promising you. This, to me, is very real and very scary stuff. See, at least with Trump, if you make something good popular, he's going to do that. Right. If you make it something that he he likes, right, or that's something that he feels good about, then he's going to do that. Right. You have a chance. He's not a uh, ideological zealot. No. And I be- here's the other thing. I believe that Donald Trump wants to make things work. I simply think he's wrong in the way in which he's viewing the American l- the position of individual liberty, first and foremost. Even if you believe in the idea that we should be a society that is run by the few Fabians, that we all bow a bended knee and let them tell us what the taxes and what the rules and what the costs are, right? You still, we're a country that's an idea based on the, the, the liberty, the freedom of that individual. And when you put a policy in, you're in essence not only taking that away from the individuals who would participate, you're changing forever the trajectory of a country that would benefit from the ideals of liberty and freedom. The only reason we're wealthy, the only reason we're here, isn't because we had the best business people running the country. In fact, it's quite the opposite. The only reason America is great is because it allowed its citizens to be unencumbered by its government. You realize the vast majority of wealth creation was done under a system in which the government was far smaller than it is today. And that we have somehow bought the con, the long con, that if a stock market is good, and if the banks are flush with cash, that we're successful. When the reality is, if you live in Illinois, you know this, if you look objectively at the nation, you see it. The particular wealth in the country is splitting. We are dividing. We are not coming together. We are not succeeding on a whole. And you are opening the door for these socialist frauds who will rally the ignorant. See, that's the problem with our system. This is what they don't tell you in school. Unfortunately, when you just give age a vote and not intellect, you are forever damned to be run by the ignorant who are offsetting the votes of the knowledgeable. And you know this especially if you're listening to this in Illinois. It doesn't matter how good you are at knowing the issues or how right your positions may be in dissecting the information. The moron on welfare offsets you, and they are easier to get. They are easier to rally. Because they covet the people who are successful. So all you really have is a challenge to rally the most willful, ignorant, and unknowledgeable among us to negate all of the people of principled and fundamentals. That's why it's crucially important. Isn't that how pretty much everything is done? That's the flaw with this, with a, with a, with a democracy that allows you to vote on age. It's, it's, it's terribly 
disappointing to realize when you're in that voting booth and you've studied these issues the way most of us do, and you look at the person next to you with the spittle on their shirt, who only hear a guy like Andrew Yang say, I'm going to give you a 1000 a month in freedom tax, and they're all in and they vote. <laughs> freedom tax. Here I have, I, I have, I have spent my time, <laughs> my, my off time studying, reading, thinking, considering the blessings of the only country where you're born not a servant, as I watch my fellow American citizen vote us into servitude. It's extremely disheartening. At least in a war, you lose right away. Almost anybody out there can give themselves a $1,000 freedom tax simply by figuring out the fact that... Freedom dividend, I said tax. uh, Whatever, but but freedom dividend, okay? If if you figure that you've got a a $3,000 tax refund every year for five years, how about you just don't give them that money during the year? Reduce your withholdings. It's your your freedom dividend. So Andrew Yang, the guy that we're referring to... I'm going to give you $1,000. Come around April 15th. By the way, I need $1,000. He was on Fox and Friends, right? He's on Fox and Friends. Yeah. And he seems like an affable guy. I'm sure he's a wonderful guy. Yeah, he was on Rogan. Too. It was a good thing. He's a moron when he talks about what this is. <laughs> You're a moron. He's telling you that the government giving you a subsidy is right. good for the economy. The problem is he doesn't sound like a moron. No. To most people. And he walks around under the illusion of a successful businessman. And the idea, here's the other thing. Did you know that Milton Friedman... And Frederick Hayek were not terribly successful businessmen. The Austrian economists on a whole were not successful businessmen. Philosophers are not successful businessmen. But they have the understanding of what America is. We're a country built on freedom and liberty. Yet we're cheering for politicians who promise to take it away from us. 612-642-5600. As I listen to the Democrats, both locally and nationally, it's clearly obvious that they have no conscience in stripping people who work of their money. I mean, that's what we're really discussing here. If you're foolish enough to do what myself and Macbeth and many of you do, which is work, always, Even when you're not working, you're working. You're thinking about succeeding. You're aspiring to be better tomorrow than you were today. What's the point when you have a government who, instead of representing you, promises to limit you, promises to extort you, promises to penalize you? What is the point? Because what's clear in Illinois is that the politicians who pretend to represent people don't really represent them. They look at us as pigeons. It's not just because every four months there's another investigation of more misappropriation and more crime. It's because that's how they view you. And that's what we have tolerated thus far. Yes, what the point is? For me? Yeah. I like a challenge. (laughs) Well, there you go. You have a little masochism in you? Do you like a challenge? That's a little too personal. I mean, the, the, the reality is it is astonishing to me. Macbeth, that's why I look at these Illinois citizens. Really, I do. Just to me, they're just wretched. I was talking to somebody just the other wretched. day. Talking to somebody the other day. They 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 were very happy because they bought a house in the nice suburbs, about twenty minutes west. Of, you know, it's not not far. Nice house, sort of above average for the area. They've got seventy, eighty thousand dollars in equity, and they bought it six years ago. Right. Uh huh. I bought the cheapest house I could find inside Cook County, 
and I've oh. got the same amount of equity built in the same amount of time. Not a percentage, same dollar amount. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, this guy's paying $13,000 a year in tax. But as you, you know, growing up in our areas, you know, we would come across, I would, I would often stumble into Oak Park for one reason or another. And you go in and you see the self-loathing trust fund, baby. Not the one that became governor, but the rest of them. <laughs> and they look at you and they have, they, you know, it's, it's something inside of them where they say, I have no problem limiting this person and then taking, the name, taking his money in the name of other people at the bus stop. And to me, that is the most anti-American thing in the, in the country. That ideology where you can pick and choose winners and losers by a promise of limitation. And as I listen to both the Illinois politician and the National Socialist, the promise that they have in store for citizens who dare make more than they deem necessary is truly amazing to me. And the complacency in which it's met is what's most disgusting about it. Because the Illinois politicians that I heard this week all were in support of this clear and present socialist in Don Harmon. And they are the ones who have said idly by as Illinois has become the communist capital of America. And it's just sickening to me to see that tolerated without any pushback. And I called into the morning show Friday. Dan was talking about housing prices. And yet it still doesn't matter to people. As you see, the equity and the failure erode all of our wealth. Is it that people have just become so covetous and so vindictive that they're willing to take the bite as long as you promise to hurt somebody else? Market's on fire. It's astonishing to me, dude. (laughs) It's truly astonishing to me. And, you know, that's why... People say, oh, you, you, last week when I was railing against Trumponomics, got a lot of emails, a lot of tweets. You know, you, you're too hard on them. You got us just, we have a, such a small opportunity when we do get a Republican in. You realize that? That's so far as far as I'm concerned. What did you do to, to, to promise to strengthen my rights over my property? Yeah. To me, that's the biggest problem I have with the modern day conservative promises policies that are all about limiting you, all about controlling you. And I am saying to myself, you know, I hope I need this guy to win. I think he does some great things, by the way. For instance, what he did in, in speaking against the, the eco-Nazis in Davos. Yeah. You know, good for you. You did great. Yeah. What he did with marching, for marching yeah. for life. It's about time. How embarrassing that George Bush didn't do that. I thought George Bush was the didn't religious he, guy. Didn't he do that once? I don't know. If he, he, did. he did some of those stuff. It's just... So there are some major, major benefits to Trump. There really are. But one thing I've always not understood about people, it's like when you're raising kids, right? When you're raising kids and you catch them doing something, their, their knee-jerk reaction, because they're afraid, they don't want to get in trouble, they lie. And I used to say to my kid, why would you tell a lie when the truth will do? I didn't do it. Nobody saw me do it. There's no way they can prove anything. So the part that disgusted me this week, if I may cover a little disgusting with my my. Party of choice. I'm a huge fan of, of disgusting. My let's, my president of my my president elect, the guy who's running of choice. Yeah, especially in comparison to the the communists he's running against. Yeah, why would he lie about this part of thing? Because it's embarrassing to me. I, I don't think know. he did anything wrong. By the way, no, there's nothing. Obviously, and even they say it in the news reports. There's nothing. No, this, this we're recording. You know, or uh, you know, referring to this recording that uh, that ABC News had. We we yeah. play it in the next segment. Yeah, which, him 
talking to this guy. Uh, he says, I don't know him. I don't know. He might be an associate of Giuliani. He said, I don't know him. What? Here, hold on, though. How many people does the guy meet with? I get you that. You have to give him slight benefit of the doubt and say, maybe you didn't know who this guy was because maybe. But after we play it, I want to know what you think because here's I I'm going to tell you what I tell my kids. Why lie when the truth will do? I won't remember your name five minutes after the meeting. What the hell are you, you doing? 312 642 5600. We will be back. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. Now, just to support my point earlier, I come in the studio, you know, I pull up hot air. El Gore in Davos. Davos, whatever. On climate change. Sounds like a Game of Thrones character. This is Dunkirk. This is 9-11. This fat son of a gun. Do you believe? I mean, here's a fraud for 20 years you've been scamming. Yeah. Hundreds of millions. You sell the company to Al, what, Al Are Jaziri. you suggesting that, that Al Gore's track record of predictions is not accurate? You know what's... Where, <laughs> you know, here's the thing. You see my outrage. Six, six years ago, we were supposed to have no glaciers and no polar ice yeah. cap. You see my outrage at Republicans who are scumbags. Right. Right? Bill Brady. If I see him, I'm going to call him a scumbag, and there's going to be some shoving around. The same thing well, with that other moron, Durkin. Necessary. No, I'm going to yell at him. I'm going to, you know what I mean? I have a tendency to yell at people. And I'm going okay. to tell him, you're a, you're a scumbag. I don't doubt that. Why do Democrats not have that? Here's a guy that for 20 years is a moron they're, they're, they're out of the people that believe him. This is what I want to do. This but, is what I want. This is what I, they're not trying to backdoor it. What they are trying to backdoor is all the money being made. And that's what people don't realize who are who are going along with the old eco-Nazism. It's, it's just the amount of money being made in the name of this. <laughs> it's crazy. And you're not fixing anything. But let's if say you want to tax people on carbon, okay, and do something with it, don't don't build windmills. Build a seawall. Well, it's not even windmills. Don't build them and give it to your lobbyist, and then and then pack it full of subsidies, and everybody gets rich, and no, nothing gets solved. I think I've told I've told this story once before. I have a buddy who who lived in. He's not from there, but he lived in in uh, Copenhagen, Denmark, for a long time. Yeah, and he'd been to Amsterdam many times. And when he got to New York for the first time, he was amazed at the fact that there was no seawall. He said, "This this city is so low to sea level, and you have no protection whatsoever. You're all going to die." Yeah. And, and you know, we'll, we'll spend money on what? Protecting some, some fish in California so that, that you know, we can't, irrigate, money, you're, we can't you're, irrigate farmland. But if you buy a bigger <laughs> license, then you can pump some. You're harming human beings in the name of silverfish. But that's just one aspect. My point is we have been dealing with fraud Republicans, and we have a low, lower, far lower tolerance for accuracy. This is a 20-year scam in which billions of dollars have been stolen. So my point is, say you start out believing this nonsense, and a prediction after prediction, you sit there with your thumb in your derriere and say, what? Where is the results? Let alone all you've done is continue to fine us more, and you've now made my breath taxable revenue for the government as a penalty for what? Life? I don't understand the tolerance. Let's go to Jimmy. On the south side. Jimmy, how are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm just wondering, you know, you talk about these Republicans that are scumbags, but, you know, I, I never hear you brag on Romney. There's a oh, scumbag. Boy. Really? I mean, you know, born with a silver spoon in his mouth. You know, he didn't have a 
cleft chin and a Jimmy, and a hair. not a bigger you know, front. And so was his father, by the way. But I'm going to tell you a little something. This is a long time ago when Dan was young in the business. You got to remember, I was a caller back then. I'm the first one for people who listen, and they'll 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 verify this, Jimmy. I was the first one to identify him as a Barack Obama light. I never liked Mitt Romney. He's a fraud of all frauds. And he's the, he's the original architect for the socialized medicine that became the Affordable exactly. Care Act. Exactly. He did that in Massachusetts. And, you know, he's such a, he's such a phony. Oh, you know, I mean, he's on. such a, a lousy phony. And the other day he's on TVs at the Kennedy Center. You know, you lay down with, with dogs, you get up with fleas. You know, he's over, you know, rubbing elbows with all them ultra-liberals. You know? And, Jimmy, if you listen, and another thing I don't like about people, even if I disagree with people, I want to give them the freedom to run their life. You notice about these, these a lot of them, and it's not just Romney. It's the upper echelon of the, the entire Republican Party. They want to control yeah. every aspect of our economy, of our insurance, of our retirement. What don't they want to control? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, if I didn't know better, it sounded like centralized planning to me. I mean, that's, that's what we're up against, Jimmy. We're up against people. Thank you, by the way, for calling the show. We're up against people. And that's the, the earlier thing I wanted to talk about, these fraud Democrats. They have a clear conscience in extorting your fellow American. We are the party of absence of force, absence of restriction, absence of coercion. But yet, are we anymore? When you have Republicans that are promising just to run the same control over you better? See, that's why I argue against the Keynesian Republicans that are in charge. Listen, if you, and by the way, there are a lot of people, I never shopped at a Walmart, people accuse me, what do you love, China? I never bought any of that stuff. I voted with my dollar, right? That's how I voted. That's what I think every American should have the right to do. Everything we're facing should be done because we're convincing each other, not because we're using laws as weapons. I am really upset with how comfortable the American Republican, the old Tea Party member, has become in controlling his fellow citizens. So to me, we need to get back to that fundamental belief in what was the pushback against Barack Obama's administration. It was the pushback of control. And if you remember, it started under Bush. The Tea Party used to be bipartisan. I needed to get back to that because here's the difference. I do think a Trump administration will listen to the people. I mean, the reality that he'll listen to the people is his flip-flop on the position of both climate, eco-Nazism, and abortion. He has completely flipped from the Donald Trump before he was president. And that is because of the outcry he heard from his base. So I need us to get back to principles, not politicians. They're going to they're chameleons. They're not going to help us. We have to help ourselves. 312-642-5600. No one in Washington is listening. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. So I did that thing I do where I get mad and then I forget about uh, supporting my point by playing the clips I made you caught. Uh, yeah, i.e. show prep. I.e. show about prep. Yeah, I'm not show good prep. And the thing is, I'm mad because I just want my guy to do the right thing, damn it. And this is my point. He was cruising. This was all beneficial to him. 
the Kabuki Theater, right. the Kangaroo Court. But why would you lie? Play the, play the As play. his lawyers begin to mount their From defense ABC. today, the president and his allies are also pushing back on new information that would seem to undermine the president's statements about one of Giuliani's indicted associates. That new information from a recording obtained by ABC News. Now you think this is going to be damning, right? This is going to be evidence, the way they're setting us up, this is evidence of a felony, obviously, right? Yeah. The biggest problem there, I think, where we, where we need to start is we got to get rid of them. That's part ABC News has obtained this audio tape of what sources say was an April 2018 meeting in the Trump International Hotel in Washington. On the recording, Rudy Giuliani associate Lev Parnas appears to be telling the president that the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine has been bad-mouthing him. Basically, walk around telling everybody, wait, he's going to get impeached, uh, just wait. Like me. <laughs> get rid of her. All right, so that's that's you know who's recording that by the way. I'm just curious. Exactly, not that it matters, that? but but who's who's recording? The guy you said you didn't know. So you get onto this. Speaking to Fox News, the president readily admitted he did want Ambassador Marie Yovanovitch removed. But were you telling Parnas to get rid of her? I mean, you have a State Department. Well, I wouldn't have been saying that. I probably would have said if it was Rudy there or somebody. But I make no uh, bones about it. I want to have ambassadors. I have every right. I want ambassadors that are chosen by me. I have a right to hire and fire ambassadors. Fact. He's absolutely right. Fact. So why hide and why say you don't know? And I'm going to tell you what I think. Hmm. It's because, and I never liked this, Rudy. I'm sorry, I never bought into the whole spiel. I think a little one and a little nuts. Rudy, Rick Perry, and Rick Mm. Perry's backer were trying to replace the energy company Barisma with their own. I'm sorry, that's where this is leading. And you want to know something? Allegedly. That's that's me speculating. And once again, I think Trump probably was either talked into his complacency or sat by. But that's the only reason I could figure out why he'd do this. Well, now you got people who are out in front and uh, out against him. Namely, Chucky Schumer. Ambassador Yovanovitch features prominently in the Democrats' case against the president. She took issue with Rudy Giuliani's effort to push Ukraine to dig up dirt on the Bidens. Democrats say that's why Trump abruptly ordered her recall. How did that make you feel? Terrible, honestly. Um, I mean, after 33 years of service to our country... um, it was terrible. It's not the way I wanted Service. my career to end. Doesn't get a pension. But the president and his allies insist he was within his rights to do so. A ambassador serves at the pleasure of the president. You know who said that? Jay the ambassador herself. Democrats say Yovanovitch didn't deserve to be fired. But you get- This is the kind of despicable conduct that the president engages in. Despicable. The despicable kind of conduct. Well, here's the thing, though. Important to underscore here, the recording is not in itself proof of anything illegal, <laughs> but it does strengthen the, the Democrats' case that the president may have been directly involved in his Ukraine effort. It also suggests there may well be other information out there relevant to the impeachment that we haven't yet heard. They smell blood in the water. And I'll tell you what, Macbeth, he, he was winning prior to the only thing. You, you're not trying to get people that like you to vote for you or people like me who say, well, I need to. Anything is better than the Bernie Sanders socialist communist Democrats. Right, you're trying, you're to, trying to get those centrists and you're trying to get kids. Yeah, now we've got basically we've got kids. These are voting. kids that are excited about this communist Bernie Sanders. We've got a country in which arguably at least 50% is socialist, knowingly. Another 30, unwittingly. So it's time to be a little bit 
more forthright. Should also touch on the how much the media wants there to be something on a tape. They just they can't wait till something comes. I mean, just I need him to win. I need him to change his trajectory of just yeah. being honest. Just be honest. Why tell a lie when the truth will do? We'll be back next week. I got to talk to them. We got to get two hours, kid. This is no one hour is not enough. Even though we only got two calls. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home. I have to go home.